0: Welcome to the Burning Hearts Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us this week. We are in a new series, and I get to launch it. It's great. I'm so excited about this. It's the church has left the building. (laughs) Does that sound good? Come on. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's all I need to say. No. I love every week we gather and we celebrate what God has done in the week. You know, it's just like, to me, the testimonies of Jesus is that spirit of prophecy. Do it again, God, do it again. You know, we've been hearing testimonies of salvation. We're gonna have people sharing and during baptism, they're gonna share. But people are getting saved. They're getting set free and delivered of stuff. They're getting healed. And God is moving in our midst at Burning Hearts Church. You're gonna hear some more testimonies soon. But as we are talking about this, um, that's really where church is. When you read in an Acts and you look at church, right? How they did. They gathered in their homes. They got ignited. They went out and they preached the gospel and what happened after the gospel's preached, signs and wonders always followed. You know, hundreds were saved in their cities. Some whole cities were saved. All were healed at some places. Thousands were added to the church daily. And I know we're talking about us changing outside these walls. I've always dreamt of what does it look like for a city saved? And you know I say it a lot, but what does it look like? I dream about this stuff. But as we're talking about you know, as we leave this building, I, today I felt really led to, we're gonna, you had a great time of evangelism with Sean Smith, didn't you? Isn't he great? He's coming back, and he's bringing his wife. And just the whole idea of prophetic evangelism is so simple. If you ever want to get challenged, read his book. It is so good, and you will be so challenged. And um, but today, I really want us to talk about, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 2, and we're going to look at the whole chapter, actually. But I want us to look at, there's things that happen outside these walls that change society. That change business how it's done. There are ideas that are released from heaven that can bring cures for diseases. You know, each one of us, as we partner with Jesus, have this place where we can change our area in this city, and out of that place people come to Jesus, as they see how we walk in with him, and we can tap into the wisdom of heaven. We're going to look at that today. But before I launch into that, I felt really led, and I hope you're okay with this. I want to share testimonies of what I'm talking about, and then we're going to look at the word. So first, you're going to hear some stories, and then I'm going to share. We're going to go through 1 Corinthians 2. So Cindy and I, we were at a conference in California, and When I go to conferences, a lot of times they um, have me meet with a lot of different people. So they drug me into this room to meet with these women. I was like, awesome. I mean, I never know what I'm in for. So I go in this room, and there are these two amazing women in there, spoke really good English. They were from a European nation, and they were both in in parliament. Um, One was in parliament, one was in another area. Anyway, they were in government. And I started to talk to them and hear their story. And they said, well, we've been, we got saved, and we have been just going after this. I got The Lord told me she has a mother of a number of kids. And the Lord told me to um, go after this to be in Parliament. She's in Parliament. She got it in. And she goes, but God keeps telling me and guiding me into how we need to change our laws. And so she got an insight from Holy Spirit on a law that needed to be changed, which banned abortion from their country and the whole parliament went for it. She also prayed and felt like God was calling her to bring prophets in to minister to all of parliament, and they came in and they ministered to them one by one, and they were just undone with God. Did the whole parliament get saved? No, but God moved and he was evident, and God of the impossible was there. But she partnered with him and heard what to do. A relative of Ted's, um, her job is she's an intercessor for million and billion dollar businesses. So she has teams of intercessors and she gets ideas from like pray over this and they don't tell her anything. And she leads her team and says, okay, we're praying for this, this, and this. They don't really know the company they're praying for, but they begin to ask Holy Spirit for ideas. And as they get ideas they she puts together and the intercessors are all over and they don't know each other. They're all over the nations. And she gathers the information and then gives it to the presidents or the CEOs of this company. And I want you to know that they have an incredible blessings on their business and breakthrough in ideas. They've, a lot of them are like in Hong Kong and Singapore and those areas, and they have shifted things and changed things, gotten brand new ideas for their corporations because Jesus spoke. This is what I'm talking about. We're going to shift a city as we partner with heaven. Um, a friend of ours, Abby, I love this story, She's in um, business sales in tech, in the tech world, and she goes to you know, those places where you have fairs, I don't even know what they call them in the tech world, where everyone has their own booth and that she's trying to sell her product, right? And as she goes there, the Lord convicts her, and because she, she's praying over her booth, you know, favor, God move on this, and Lord convicts her and says, you need to start walking and blessing every booth in this. It was a huge place in Chicago. And she goes, and the Lord said to her specifically, there is no lack in my kingdom. And so you go and bless them, because there will be abundance. And she began, this is how she starts her started her career. And she did this, she would bless. And you know what, her business went like crazy. She just kept getting more and more blessed. But she knew the principles of heaven, that there's more than enough. It challenged me, this was years and years ago, when she first told me this. And it has challenged me as a pastor, because you know what? Sometimes pastors are the most territorial people on the planet. I'm not kidding. And God forgive us if we ever are. He tells us to be open-fisted. You need to be in a church where you're going to grow, the place that is the place for you, where you can call home. And if people come and go, it's okay because they need to go be blessed in that church, because I... Believe our churches are blessings in Fargo. And we need to bless every church in the city and believe God, each one of them carries a unique, unique thing. You know, we go after worship, we go after prayer. That's kind of our thing, right? We love it. Tuesdays and Thursday nights, we're here. But other churches carry incredible things, you know, that they carry. And so we just bless them, you know? And so I think that principle can apply in everyone's business in everyone's life. There's more than enough. There is no lack in the kingdom. There's enough of everything, not just finance. Can I do a couple more, and then we'll read the word? Are you good? All right, friends of ours have a large media company. They don't live here. And they specifically pray into media is obviously a shifting, moving target, how it's changing, how things are happening, and even how you do things. And they are always asking the Father, how do we do it better? and getting new ideas. So much so, God even shows them who to hire to employ in their company. Partnering with heaven in your business. In the medical world, I've told you about some that are going after cures for diseases. They're going after it, like they are hearing from Papa and getting cures for diseases. But we also have some friends and some others that we, when we go to medical conferences that talk about their private practice. Now, this only happens in private practice, where the whole team is integrated health, where they meet the person physically and spiritually and emotionally. And so they go from their doctor visit, and if they need a referral, a lot of times they go into an inner healing ministry time and then out of that place they'll go and get received prayer and then they go home and it's a place where they can get healed not just physically but so much of sickness is from hurts within our own hearts and they know that tie and so we have a number of friends who are doing that and doing it really well doesn't mean that the battles don't rage so i'm telling you this we're going to go after this but I know the battles rage. The last one I want to share is um, Cheon. He's a pastor out in Pasadena. And he was one of the people that has ordained me. Um, and he, I read a book recently of his. And I've, I follow him and listen to him a lot. But anyway. He's been sharing how a number of years ago, the Lord told him, and he had a number of prophetic words, he's in California, that you are going to be instrumental in your state churning and becoming pro-life. Think about that. OK, he's in California. And he's like, God, how? He sat on the word. He's prayed into it. How? So recently, the Lord has said, there's a huge immigration population in your in your nation, in your state, and I want you to start planting churches for them. And so he began to plant churches, more and more churches in the Hispanic communities, and he kept going for it. And all of a sudden, they're getting saved by the hundreds, literally. And the churches are growing, growing, growing. And he's sharing this, and he says, I know how I'm going to shift to see a state pro-life, because they have such a respect for life. And he goes, our South American friends, they have respect for life. And so he is seeing it hand hand of God moving in places. But it was not all given to him in one big feast, right? He got it little by little of what to do. Amen? All right. So each one of us have a unique calling and a unique place that we're called to be in. And I promise I will get through this fast. (laughs) Um. We're called in those places. I know we're called to do excellence and love people well. But you know what? Christ in you. He's in you. Think of the most creative things in our world, our sunsets, sunrises, our animals. You know, what are the most creative things in our universe? Are things he created and he is in you. Do you know he is in you with all the wisdom? We look at Solomon and say, all the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon. But you know what? You have all the wisdom of Jesus in you. Can you imagine? You tap in to heaven's wisdom when you ask. So I want to scripturally show you this, all right? So let's look at second, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Um, And so it was with me, brothers and sisters, when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony of God, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Do you know who's saying this? It's Paul, who is probably the most educated writer in the Bible. He was extremely educated. I come to you, I know nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. So some of you are disqualifying yourself. You can't, because all you know is Jesus Christ. All we know is him, and he lives in us. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Amen? We can talk people into salvation. But when they encounter Jesus, they will never be the same. We can talk people into come to church and be with me, but if they got healed and saved and set free, they will never be the same again. The power of God touching our lives changes everything. That's what you carry. Each one in this room carries that. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of the age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of the age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified him, the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind can conceive, the things that God has prepared for those who love him, we cannot even comprehend. They're going through all of your senses, your eyes, your ears, your mind. You cannot comprehend how good he is and what he's prepared for you. Those verses before we just breeze past eight, but I want you to look at that, and it is declaring God's power. He's omniscient, that he is all powerful. And that is, Satan didn't even see it. He couldn't see the plan. You know, we give him too much credit. They would have not crucified him, the Lord of glory, all power. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. How is this revealed to you? By the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit that is in you is searching the very deep things of God. I want you to try to wrap your mind about it. Think about that. I have this problem, and Jesus has solutions for all of our problems. Things that we don't even, you know, we need to tap into. How to change business how to change health care, how to change government. If we ask him, he has solutions for all of it. We can't even comprehend the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the very deep things of God. When we ask him, that Holy Spirit that speaks to you is searching the very deep things of God. Isn't that powerful? For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit whom is from God. And that we may understand what God has freely given us. It was freely given to you. You don't have to work on this. It's in you. Holy Spirit is walking with you. This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in the words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have, what? The mind of Christ. Can you say that? I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. He's renewing our mind He's changing us. He says to guard your heart and your mind because we have the mind of Christ in him. Wow. <laughs> it's one of my favorite chapters. I have all favorites, right? I say that about every sermon. <laughs> if you know me, you know that. I don't know where I am in my notes. Does it matter? Anyway, um, I want us to go to John next, and I'm just going to give you an overview. Um, John teaches us all about intimacy, right? We've gone through the whole book of John. In John 14, we see that we cannot go to the Father except through Jesus, and that we will do the works that Jesus did and even greater things than the Father, and that he's sending the advocate, the Holy Spirit, to walk with us. And Holy Spirit will teach us all things. That's what he says in John 14. In John 15, remember, we're hooking up to the vine. Apart from him, we can do nothing. He's pruning us. He's making us more like him. If you love me, you obey me. I mean, that's the book of John. But in John 16, there's this nugget in verse 12. I have much more to say to you. This is Jesus talking more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Holy Spirit is making things known to us when we ask him. He guides us into all truth because we are carrying him in us. We have the mind of Christ. He's renewing us to be more like him every day. In Ephesians 1, it says... I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. God, give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we would know him better. I pray that the eyes of our heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. He's calling us, he's awakening us Have you noticed we are in this? Like God is moving in our midst in mighty ways. We are seeing things we've never seen God do before. And he's just, has so much more. We've just tasted and seen he's good. There's so much more. As we ask Holy Spirit questions, so I was asking the Lord, how do I just, I don't know how to lead us into this, but I want to tell you how I do this. Can I do that? And you guys can find your way with Holy Spirit. But when I go before him and say, I have a big, huge mess right here, and this big problem, and I don't know what to do, and I just give it to you, and I know you have solutions and ideas, and you know what, I do this in the most simple of things to the most major of things. I was interviewed and asked a question about my walk with the Lord, and I'm like, I am so childlike, like even when I wake up in the morning. Good morning, Jesus, let's go, what do we got? You know, it's kind of how I roll. It's just very childlike. And you know, he can give you incredible grand solutions to problems. He can, even in the simplest of ones. So I ask Holy Spirit, I just say, show me. What would be the most convenient idea? What would be the idea I need to do? And as I start getting some ideas, I get, okay, Lord, I ask him more questions. I think I'm supposed to do this. What are your thoughts on that, Jesus? And as I read the word, a lot of times, boom, oh, revelation about this comes through the word. Is that crazy? It had nothing to do with my story of David and Goliath, but it had everything to do with my solution. I just want you to know when we partner with Him, He's dropping solutions in your life. You may be one who dreams prophetic dreams. This morning I had one, and I dreamt it, and I was I woke up just in this place of intercession with the Lord, and I thought, God, this is how You speak to me. It was a real directional dream, and I thought, this is one way He speaks to me is in dreams. That may be you; others, not so. But you have to remember, as we go into this place, who you are in him. Remember, he has this for each one of us. It's not just for the pastors. Each one of us has this incredible relationship with him. Each one of us has a place in the city that I don't have or any of our pastors will ever reach. But you carry that. How many people are in business right now, you have your own business, and you're looking to go and advance things? Just raise your hand. I just want to see who's in the business world, right? Awesome, amazing. Who's in the tech world? Do we have people in the tech world? Okay, amazing. Who's in government? Do we have government here? No, a couple, yes, okay. And we have one that just moved. Okay, what am I missing? The mountains. Um, Who is in education? All right, bless you guys, all right. All right, education's tough. I mean, that is a place of bringing life and hope, where the enemy has had a real hold. But look at Chase's story. Take that for you. If God can give him strategies to change probably the most liberal state in America, hey, he can do it for you. OK, what other uh, mountains am I missing? Healthcare. Do We have health care and science. Healthcare and science. How about that? We have health care, we have science, OK. Do you see the diversity in this room? I know there's so much more, I'm missing it. <laughs> Who's in ministry? <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the religion mountain? <laughs> I'm in the religion mountain. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> I think all of us are, you know? We're all in. I don't like those necessarily because we are all called to rule and reign with him. We are all called to be the head and not the tail and first and not last. You know that's what he says about you? That's what he says over your life, that you walk into a room and you carry the favor of the Lord. When you walk into the room, you carry the Holy Spirit that has strategies, that has insight, that carries the peace. Some of you have to walk into a room and you bring peace to situations because you carry Christ. I don't know what it is for you, but I know this is what it looks like for the church to leave the building, right? Amen. So we're going to go in this series. We all have things that we want to share on this. I just am just sharing the foundation for it. And um, I hope you got something today. (laughs) But we're all called. Yep, we all are. So let's just stand up. I'm going to close in prayer. Because I really felt led um, in closing to ask Holy Spirit to drop ideas, to look out. I just was like, God, why not? Why not ask you here? Amen? And you know what? Everyone's ideas can be different, and I love that about God. He's so amazing. Wow. So let's lean in. Let's ask him. Holy Spirit, right now we invite your presence. It's already here. I ask God that any burdens of this day, we just take it off. You clear out our mind. You clear out whatever we need to have, and that Holy Spirit, you speak to us. We just are leaning into you, that we have the mind of Christ, And as we look at our place, our world, our influence in this city, God, what do you have for me? God, I pray right now, as we sit here, do something supernatural. Speak to us. That's so supernatural. Ideas coming from heaven, you guys. We're partnering with this amazing, awesome God of the impossible. I pray ideas to drop on people now. I pray, God, you bring solutions for situations. I pray you bring hope where there's needed for the hopeless. Come, Holy Spirit, and move in this place. I see some of you just getting hit with the fire of God. Lord, I pray an increase of fire on them, the fire of your glory, the fire of your presence more, Lord, just pray an increase of what you're doing in our lives. Some of you are called to speak. I don't know if you're in front of people. I'm seeing a picture of um, a mouth that you are in front of people a lot. And if that's you, raise your hand at me because I feel like, okay, I see a lot of you. All right, I want you to receive from the Lord. I feel like Holy Spirit says you are getting downloads from heaven. So heavenly Father, for those who speak, Lord, I pray that you give them this tongue from heaven. God, they know when they can speak into a situation and when they cannot. I pray ideas of what they can speak into, the hope pieces. Lord, if they're in situations where they can't, necessarily say their faith straight out I ask for opportunity to open that doors open I pray that for each one in this room doors open God you are the God who's given us favor it rests on your people that's who you are that's who you are and Lord I pray for those I see some of you at home I keep seeing a picture of people at home Which makes sense. Some of you still are at home, right, after COVID. Who is that? Who, like, works from home? All right, I'm seeing encounters right now at home. (laughs) I saw you guys sitting at a desk or a table, and God just meeting you. So Heavenly Father, I pray for encounters in our homes. Those who are working from home, I pray any weariness be lifted off of them. The isolation be lifted off. God, I pray strength renewed. Thank you, Jesus. Come and meet them in their homes. Some of you, I see vehicles of transportation. Lord, those that are in transportation and vehicles, Holy Spirit, meet them in their cars. Meet them in their trucks. Whatever they're in, God, I ask that you meet them in those places. Jesus, speak to them in those places. Awaken there, awaken in us our eyes to see, our ears to hear, our heart to understand that we would conceive and understand what you're saying to us, that our eyes would see, our ears would hear. Our minds would be open to understand. Awaken it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Signs and wonders follow everyone in this room. (laughs) That's who we are. We're his kids. I thank you, God. You are God of the impossible. And as they take risk and pray or step into a situation, God of the impossible shows up. So Lord, I ask that signs and wonders follow. I pray one day our shadows heal. God, I ask that you move in might in this congregation. Lord, move in might. We ask for souls and more souls. We pray salvations. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to your people. Amen. We hope this message encouraged you today. For more information about Burning Hearts Church and our mission, please head to burningheartsfargo.com. If you are in the Fargo area, we would love for you to join us at one of our Sunday services, either 9 or 1045 a.m. Have a great rest of your week.